A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to day two of the Cheltenham Festival with the Scottish Sunsport Racing Team. Robert Thompson, Colin Duncan and Ed Watson here with me, Jim Dillahunt. We'll look at the champion chase very shortly in this podcast, but let's start off with the Neptune Investment Management Novices Hurdle, over two miles and five furlongs, which gets the day underway. And we don't yet know if the Antipost favourite, Robert Neon Wolf, is going to be there, or will he have run yesterday? Well, that's, that's a big question, and it seems to be the, the clear standout for this, given the, the form of the Haydock win. The, the one thing that worries me, it probably goes for Finian's Oscar as well, is they keep talking about him as a chaser for next season, a chaser for next season. I always think these types are vulnerable at Cheltenham because you maybe get someone that's just got a wee bit much speed for them and you don't know how hard trained they are because if the trainer's got a constant eye on next season then I mean, are they really putting it all in? That's the only concern I've got with betting him too short. It's building blocks isn't it for them it's, you know, and they, 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 neither have they been to a festival before which is always a, yeah. a, you know, a slight concern. The, the solid horse for me is one of the Willie Mullins runners Bacardi's who He's about five or six to one in the betting, so he's right towards the forefront of that. But he was third in the champion bumper at the meeting last year. He then turned around the form with Battleford and Bally Andy in the Grade One at Aintree. He's won one of the really recognised trials in Ireland, the Grade One Deloitte Novice Hurdle on Irish Gold Cup Day. That's been that horses that have come on from that to win the Neptune. Isterbrack, a three-time champion hurdler. Hardy Eustace, a two-time champion hurdler. Denoli, a good horse in his own right. Um, the way he won that race over two and a quarter miles suggested that going up to two miles four at Cheltenham would suit and I thought it was interesting that last year in the bumper seven runners for Willie Mullins this was the horse that Ruby Wolves choose, chose to ride on that occasion suggesting that he thinks he's a you know, he's a pretty decent animal and I thought he's done everything right this year Do you think he surprised them that day? Because I noticed it was Patrick Mullins that rode them that day which would suggest he was down the pecking order of the six that he Patrick Mullins did he ride him at Aintree? He rode him in the Deloitte The Deloitte well possi- yeah. yeah possibly yeah he fell on his novice fell on his hurdles debut didn't he and then he won just a sort of an average race but Patrick Mullins has gone on some pretty decent horses of his dad's. Oh, before, I'm not, so, I'm, I'm not yeah. saying just maybe it's something you maybe could read too much to, but he's he's clearly it's not a horse. He's not a horse that's come from nowhere. I think it's more symptomatic of there's been no clear pecking order in the Mullins yeah. stable this year, is there? Or in yeah. Ireland in, in general, yeah. yeah. Uh, Finian's Oscar really impressed me at Sandown, but just a suggestion he might drop back to the two miler on day one instead of going for this two mile five, which has been his target all along. Yeah, well, that seemed to be the the case. The only thing, I mean, the, the Sandown form's kind of fallen apart a bit. You know, it was. I mean, it's, it's always a good recognised trial, but the form hasn't really stood up. The fact that they're swithering between the two races suggests they don't know, know what what best trip the, the, the horses. The, the runner up got gubbed at Kelso. Yeah, yeah, on Saturday. Um, I mean, I think you can back to Neon Wolf. I think it's probably got the best piece of novice hurdle form on offer this season at Rossington at Haydock. It's always been traditionally been a good trial for the festival. We think Cinders and Ashes won there before winning the Supreme and Peddlers Cross from the same same stable won that race and then went on to to win the Neptune. Mm-hmm. One I probably give a squeak for is uh, Messiri Desabo, Alan King's horse, which must have a chance. I mean, we all talked about Bally Andy in the Supreme. I mean, this horse gave seven pound in a beating to Bally Andy, which is is cracking form itself. Won the Charlo. 
it's not a spectacular horse, you know. It's very similar to Stablemate Yanworth. You know, it just gets the, it just yeah. grinds out and gets the job done and no more. But I think at twelve to one, it's a it's a, it's a good knock in each way. Other winners have a terrible record yeah, in this race, yeah, so yeah. zero for fifteen, mm-hmm. which is quite surprising. Yeah, it's, it's the kind of horse you you could see finishing second to third. You'd, yeah, you'd be disappointed if there wasn't one mm. to beat it. But I can think twelve to one, you're going to get a good run for your money for a place. Mm-hmm. I'm told they couldn't believe they got beat from Keeper Hill. They hunted him when he gave the weight away. They expected to win that day. Well, let's let's move on from the Neptune to the RSA Chase. Uh, won last year by Black Lion, which is uh, a major contender for the Grand National this year. Might bite for Nicky Henderson is the anti-post favourite uh, based on based on a fall at Kempton <laughs> when uh, everybody thought he'd win by about thirty or forty lengths. But the horse that uh, Davy Russell is whispering all round Ireland at these preview meetings is Whisper. Don't put me through this, Jim. <laughs> Twice a horse I've backed for the for the world hurdle, thinking he was a superstar. Twice won an, a, 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 herd, a Liverpool hurdle at Aintree, when you know looking like a really good horse. But he's just an awkward kind of horse to me. He's got a funny way of going about his business. Needless to say, I haven't backed him this year. He's won a couple of a couple of races. Heads here as a class hurdler, but. If Whisper if Whisper wins this, I'll be jumping off the top of the Cheltenham stand. I, think. I, I couldn't back him with bad money, Jim. Uh, he just he's an absolute rogue. And the fact is, is this Davy Russell or well, both <laughs> the, the fact that Davy Russell's going about telling everybody that this horse has got a great chance would would, would put me off it straight away because if David Russell thinks one's got a, a, a cracking chance he's not going to broadcast it to all and sundry at, at preview nights no I just couldn't be having Whisper at all might bite it's it's hard to crab his form as you say a fall I mean he was 20 lengths clear yeah. when Daryl Jacob had an absolute brain fade tried to murder him I mean I, I don't know what what on earth he was thinking of all he needed was pop I over think, the I think he got to the I think he got to the second last and the horse he left it to the horse to work it out and it didn't nearly didn't come off but then he fired him at the last and it came as an even more spectacular but the result. I, I'm worried whether Mike Bate will act on the track. But yeah, if you, if you yeah. look at his form and, and Royal Vacation, the horse that he was he was going on to beat that who who got the race after he came down at the last weekend, he's certainly franked the form since. You know, he's, but I, I'm I'm just a bit concerned whether he actually act on the track. He strikes me as a horse that'll either win by ten lengths or completely bomb. be fourth or yeah. fifth. Yeah. Or he not even. I don't think there'll be any in between them. No. If American or American ran in this race for Harry Fry. How would you rate his chances? He's got to have a good chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right as we stand right now, he's got to be a bet because mm-hmm. he will only run if oh, the ground's said, soft. Yeah, yeah. And he said that so this is the right No, 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 bet. You back him now. Him. If he doesn't run, you get your money back. Yeah, if yeah. he does, he's 92. Yeah. So That was very impressive the way he won. He's only had the two starts. A fragile horse, needs soft ground, needs time between his races, but he's been off for two months, which is always he's done it been well part of the plan. Hasn't he? It was the way he jumped mm. them silly at Warwick down the back yeah. straight, where they have five fences that come up very quickly. It's a good test of a, of a novice's jumping. It's the way he put good horses to the sword. They're like yeah. champers on ice. If he was to run a, a good race on the first day, there would be a pointer to America. And Harry Fry is, knows how to train a, a, a Cheltenham winner. I think Robert's absolutely bang on yeah. nine to one. Now non run no, 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 can't absolutely lose. get on, yeah. Yeah. Terrific. What do you make of Acapella Bourgeois? Was he flattered? Or? I thought so. He sounds like he's gonna get his ground though. The ground does, might come right for him. But say it might for a, a Venetia Williams horse and we know how her horses revel on soft and heavy ground, so 
boys, I've teed it up for you. Who's going to take it? Oh, Colin's the one that's infatuated with Venetia <laughs> Williams. So I'll leave it to him. I, mean, I, do, I do love Venetia Williams chasers, <laughs> and, and I mean the fact that Bill Amy depicts on. I mean, it's very similar in style to to Acapella Bourgeois, and the fact that it just goes out there, sets a ferocious gallop, and it's like catch me if you can, you know. And, and it's two races so far, it's just bummed them all off. Also, if, the fact if it's Liam Treadwell rides it, then then even you know even better for his chances. I think he's one of the most underused and underrated jockeys in the weighing room. I, I really can't get figure out why more people don't use him. I think especially on the chasers, I think his first class has been proved time and time again. And at, at thirty three to one, then it's it's bound to be worth a, a shot. If it wins, you'll be heading to the florist. Alicia, bunch of flowers in there. <laughs> Okay, a few good shouts there. Uh, I'll certainly be on American or American uh, non-runner no bet uh, because I wouldn't be on anything in the champion chase because it's just a walk round surely for Duva. Nine over nine fences will become ten over ten yeah. out of ten. It's a horse of his calibre. It's just it's just decimated a race like the, the champion chase. Altior, as we said on Tuesday, would be the would be the, uh, the the biggest challenger to him, but he's yeah. likely to sidestep it. So it's a it's a no bet race. Was he one to three best price? Yeah. I won't be getting involved with that. What it does throw up is a possibility of quite an interesting market in the without horses mm-hmm. that are maybe going to try and ma- match strides with Duvan. Something like a special tiara could be a spent force, you know, come two out. Horses that are maybe ridden a bit more conservatively to, to to finish the race could sneak into the places at big prices. So I'll let one of the other boys tee up a, a couple of bets on this first. Simply Ned, the obvious one. He's running behind Duvan and dodging bullets and doing this over the years. It was good course form as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. reason. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting to hear Brian Harden at Kelso on Saturday, who basically says, "Look, we know we've no chance of winning, but don't be surprised if we get a place. He'll be mm-hmm. ridden to finish place, and if the likes of Fox not or whatever do take Duvan on and get burned off, he'll just come through beating horses and hopefully collect on that twenty to one." Yeah, he'd probably just want the ground to dry up a little bit, so really soft ground might be against him. But twenty to one was. Probably the the most attractive price, and that's twenty to one in the market without without the favourites. So you're you could, effectively finishing the first four. Yes, and uh, and get and get paid out on a five to one winner. Yeah. And what could be a very very small field. Yes, come the day. yes, it could have it could only be six or seven runners come mm. the day because a lot of them might get scared off by Duvan and go uh, to either to maybe a handicap or to the Ryanair. Yeah, I think I think if you're having a bet in, in the market without or or an each way at a price, probably two good shows, both from the same state, the Tom George stable, God's Own and Sir Valentino. I think Godzone's probably the most likely to chase home. Duvans, three grade one wins. It beat Vatour at the Punchestown Festival last year. Really runs a bad race. Yeah. It's a spring horse. We, t- we tipped him up in that market last year, and of course he finished one place out of where he, where he needed to be at a good price. And, and of course we know where he went and, on and did after that. And then Sir Valentino as well, you know, it's going to 40 to 1. It's a big, big yeah. price. It's definitely going to run in the race, which yeah. the race is going to cut up. So if you're going to back it each way, back it now and get each way terms if it goes down to six runners. Yeah. I mean, it won the Howden Gold Cup early in the year, ran a good race in the Tingle Creek the first time at a grade one. Probably won the, would have won the Desert Orchid, made a bad mistake and still finished second. And he was given eight pounds, I think, to Special TR there as well, whereas he was, he was lower rated, so that was a really good effort. I think there's the, a figures. lot of scope for improving that horse, and, and I think it's uh, and 40 to 1 yeah. is, uh, represents some decent value. And again, he'll be ridden conservatively, yeah. thought, to creep into the race, and that might be the style that you need. Yeah. Best bet of the day. Duvan. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go for a horse that's, that's uh, only been sighted once in Britain. It's a horse called Poker Play, tra- trained by David Pipe. It was a second to a good juvenile of Nicky Hen- now with Nicky Henderson called Charlie Parks in France. And then it's had one run here. It was second to a horse called Fidux, 
who certainly won't be good enough to win uh, a triumph hurdle, but this horse has now got a mark of 133 for the Fred Winter on Wednesday. He wants easy ground, so that's looking favourable at, at this moment in time. I think the yard will be chuffed to bits with the mark. This is a horse that costs the thick end of 300,000 quid. So they've put him away. He's got a mark of 133 for the Fred Winter, which is just about where you need to be in terms of ratings, bandings. 16 to 1 poker play each way should be, uh, should be a good run for your money if, um, if he gets his ground. Thanks very much, Ed. I just want to squeeze in a word for Cause of Causes in the cross country. Winner of the Kim Muir last year, Jamie Codd's been booked. He's been practising all round the cross country courses in Ireland for coming over for his second attempt at Cheltenham. Uh, I think he's got a great chance. And don't worry if he gets a bit tailed off because he picks up the bit and he comes late. Cause of Causes for me in the cross country. Thanks very much. Enjoy your Wednesday. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 